0: Oh, we went from, like, one is the loneliest number to a pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, mm. I'm good too. Right, Are we recording? Yes. We've
1: been recording? Well, i like... She stopped starts. it. Yeah. She yeah. like, <laughs> was like... Oh, this is getting kind of long. But now we are. Yes, okay. we are. Should I do the welcome? Should sure.
0: We I suck at the welcomes. I always feel like I mess them up. Hi,
1: y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not saying you guys.
0: <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome. <laughs> so, so dumb. Say howdy. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Sundays at Sarah's. It's me, Sarah.
1: It's me, Marissa. It's me, Miriam.
0: And what do we say next?
1: Thank you for joining us.
0: They, thank you. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Um, today, we will be talking about our art influences and how we grew up into them and but first we'll be having a short little tasty little pre-topic and since it's about to be October of course we're going to be talking about Inktober
2: um so what is Inktober, what is Inktober?
1: I mean Marissa you're like you know you do tattoos and stuff so I've never <laughs> you ever
2: know. ever participated in Inktober
1: <laughs> but I-
2: no I haven't. Like I always see other people do it. Like mm-hmm. I remember Sarah did it from yeah, free yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, go for it. Go for it." like <laughs> and then she <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <And> then,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> did you see the thing I oh, posted oh on Twitter where it was yes, like the
2: first about. day of Inktober like a drawing and then it's like halfway through the month it's and like, it's pretend like pretend to be dead yeah and then at the very end well guys I didn't do as much as I wanted to oh, lots of things crazy. happened <laughs> I, <guess that's laughs>
1: I was like this is so immersive. so you're like a lot of things happened this month yes Follow I saw it on Instagram yeah, I was like oh my god I feel so attacked but that's me <laughs> like literally always
2: like so much happened this month I'm really sorry like but thanks anyways. <laughs> follow me anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't ever post anything, but please.
0: So basically, in Inktober is the month of October, and you do a a, a prompt. A, a, do, a prompt? It's like a doodle. No. Well, I guess you can go as crazy. as you Some want. people
2: go hardcore. Or Some people do doodles. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well. Yeah. Not me. I've never done it. But every every day of the month. You do a prompt that is given to you by Inktober's official prompt list.
2: Um, so what's this year? This year says ring, mindless, bait, freeze, build, husky, enchanted, frail, swing, patterns, snow. So some—it's not even always like a actual object. It's telling you to draw. It's just like a theme, like mindless, like or yeah. freeze. <laughs>
1: Overgrown. Yeah. Dizzy. Tasty. 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 Ancient.
2: Injured. (laughs) Injured. The time I broke my leg on a slip and slide. (laughs) I'm gonna illustrate that. You broke your leg on a slip and slide when I was a wee child.
1: I broke my foot going down the stairs. But I didn't fall down the stairs. So then, what did you do? It just like like yeah. I just like. (laughs)
0: Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no. I fractured my wrist on the monkey bars oh. Did you get stuck? Like did your hand so, leap or what? What I did is I jumped to the third rung And mind you At this point I may be like barely two feet tall <laughs> She made a leap <laughs> And I did my best And tried to leap to the you third rung You tried to like,
1: Tarzan Yeah
0: <laughs> I tried to Tarzan that But I fell and I landed weird on my left hand Ooh my friend everyone
2: heard the pop and they're like Ooh. <laughs> 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 when i broke my leg everyone thought that i was just like being over dramatic and got stung by a bee because i was i well i mean i am like i love bees now but i was like you they couldn't even fly past my ear and i'd start screaming and freaking out and at the time the slip inside was set up next to like my Theas wall like garden and there were a bunch of bees out so everyone was like oh get up you're fine like or they're like laughing or they thought like i don't know and then when they rolled me over and i had this huge swollen bruise on my leg everyone started freaking out and i started freaking out more (laughs) it was a very tragic summer vacation
1: uh i remember like like after that happened i like walked to my bed because i like and then i was like um like something ain't right mom i was like like like, you know, rubbing my foot, because it was, like, in pain, and I was just, like, you know, like, going back and forth, and then my sister passes by, and she's, like, oh, get over it, like, she was just, like, like, whatever, but I didn't cry, I didn't cry or anything, yeah. I but saw it hurt a lot, and I couldn't, like, I didn't know it was broken, I didn't, so I, like, slept, or I tried to sleep that whole night, and then the next day, it was, like, super, like, bloated, and yeah, I couldn't walk. I, couldn't
2: I went walk. through so much that summer that I, broke. well, like, in that, like, two-day period, because we had moved... I think we had literally just moved to Dallas like Mansfield area so we had driven like a 22-hour drive to San Diego and Mm -hmm. we're staying there (laughs) and then, like I broke my leg like halfway through the trip so when I broke it my mom had just arrived at my tia's house like everybody's ready to cook and like have a good time and then it was like emergency we gotta yeah they like put me in a lawn chair and then put my leg on another lawn chair and they were trying to like carry me out like on <laughs> and i put me in the car my mom took me to the hospital we waited like three hours in the hospital they put the IV in my arm i got really scared because i was a little kid so i like jerked blood everywhere mm-hmm. and then they had to do it again on the other arm so i was like in a state of panic and then they're like well we can't really treat you because this isn't a children's hospital so we're gonna make you like a splint and give you the IV, and then you're gonna go home and then you're like gonna go to the children's hospital in the morning they gave me crutches and I went home, I wasn't allowed to, like, eat or drink anything past midnight, and then I got up early the next morning, I was waiting, like, in the front entrance room for my mom to, like, come back so we could go, and I, like, slipped off the crutches, so then I fell, I went to the hospital, that was, like, its whole thing, got knocked, you know, they knocked me out, they fixed my leg, I woke up, I was in a wheelchair, because my cast was from my toes to, like, right here, my thigh, like, almost at my crotch, Oh my God. and, um, <laughs> That was, like, its own struggle, like, showering, bathroom. Like, I literally couldn't do anything by myself. I felt so bad because I, like, inconvenienced my whole family. And then driving back in the van all the way back to Texas was terrible. But when I came home from the hospital, I was in the wheelchair. And there's, like, two or three steps to get into my abuelita's house. And my tío, he was (laughs) pulling me. And he was going to try to go up. And then he, like, was like, nope. But he had already, like, kind of lifted the wheelchair up to, like, kind of scoop me. But since it wasn't going to work... He went like this, but he kind of just, like, let go. So then the wheelchair went... Like, it bounces, <laughs> and my leg went... <laughs> like this. Oh, That's no. Like yes. And then they, like, all carried the wheelchair. <laughs> it was a dramatic summer. Ish.
1: Yeah. I,
2: yeah. So, anyways. Inktober rule. Back to Inktober. <laughs> I think we're all... Are we all gonna try to do it? I'm gonna try yeah. to do it this year. Yeah. I feel like Miriam's out. <laughs> she says. No.
1: No. Because, I mean, like... I think the I, it, first five days, I won't be here. No excuses. <laughs> but I'll be... No, like, I'm just kidding, OB. I mean, like, maybe I'll try, but I don't think I'll I going. feel like I'm
2: not into these prompts, but maybe yeah. it's like you, you're forced to be creative because you're given a topic and then it's, like, up to you to interpret that as you will, but...
0: I'll just draw the word inside.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people do that, like, yeah. people who are really into text and typography... I don't know. I'm gonna try to do it this year, guys. I think by the time this episode comes out, it'll be September 29th, and which means October will start on the Tuesday, the first. So I don't know. know. I'll probably post if I do it. I'll post it on my Instagram, but maybe we'll share it on Sundays at Sarah's also. Like if we're working on it, it. yeah. (laughs) There's a couple other things happening in October, isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: there's three things happening on the same weekend. So we have Chinati Weekend, Chalk Block, and Southwest Print Fiesta happening all in the same weekend. So Chinati, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, you'll hear it again. Or you, you will hear it for the first time. I, like
1: <laughs> but, I was like, well, you better go back and listen to it. We'll
0: go back and listen to every single episode and come back here and listen to this one, too. Uh, but Chinati Weekend is just a fun-filled weekend over in Marfa. Um, they opened up the Chinati Foundation, which was established by John Judd. He um, invited a, a group of artists to have a permanent installation of their work in that area, and they allow the public to roam free and walk around. I'll be participating, volunteering there. Marissa and Miriam will go. Yeah.
2: We'll be there on the Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, um yeah they always have something cool that Saturday they have like a like a band play or like a someone do something on um, Saturdays
2: it'll be my first time going to Martha so I'm really excited I hope you like it it's yeah a, it's a quiet
0: place but the art's worth it
2: yeah no mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure I'll enjoy <laughs> it I think people who like art and are aware at least a little bit of different people will get something out of it mm-hmm. yeah and People who go to take pictures in front of the Prada (laughs) (laughs) will probably think it's like, I drove all the way for this. I don't know. We'll see.
0: There's a lot of bugs in that thing. But um, for those of you that would like some context on how small Marfa is, there's only one uh, semáfora? What is is it? The lights? The street lights? street lights? One traffic light in the whole place. That's how small it is. Gas stations, so, restaurants. There's total? like one, there's gas, like one
1: station? gas station, and the only like a DQ. Yeah, th- that's like the only DQ. Um, fast
0: food that
1: they have. Chain, uh-huh.
0: the DQ. Oh, they have a Dollar General. <laughs> I haven't been to that one, but yeah, it's a small place. There's also Chalk the Block. That same weekend, it's. I've also um,
2: never been to Chalk the Block.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's also Chalk the Block. <laughs>
2: Maybe we'll go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's, it's like a, it started off small here in El Paso, and it's turned into a big, like, festival kind of yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: hmm
0: Yeah, I haven't been there in, like, the past three years, two years.
1: I went last two years. Well, last year I, like, participated in oh, the- Oh, what you do? We did, like, the picture oh, me. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's fun.
0: Yeah, I think it's too late to, um. Sign up to be an artist, a participating artist, but you can go and enjoy.
2: Is it free? Like, you just go and you walk around, and then you pay if you want to buy art, or, like... Yeah,
0: food, art, you pay for it, but you can go and enjoy. Sometimes they have, like, um, like interactive things where it's free to participate, Uh but uh, you can get chalk. Uh, I think GCU had a stand a few years ago where they were just giving out chalk for people to use how cute super fun you can draw everywhere except for the areas that they mark that you can't draw for the artists yeah and then there's also the southwest print fiesta it's in the same weekend i think i forgot to say it's october 11th to the 13th um i don't really know much about this place but it said everything that has to do with printing i know they do a steamroller print where they bring oh, a cool. steamroller and then, like, they make these enormous prints with relief
1: blocks. And where's the... Where's that? It's in New Mexico, no?
0: Uh, wow. Silver City? I think it's Silver yeah, City. Right? I'm almost positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I passed by there to get to the Aguilas, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't want to go there again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? I, I, if We just felt very strange being somewhere so white
2: yeah it is like very much that small town like uh-huh. we know everybody if you don't look like it yeah my dad was actually just telling us a story about
0: about that place yeah yeah well when i went christian and i we had planned it all out we went to the key last we're like oh we're gonna make ourselves some breakfast make some coffee because i have like this stovetop coffee maker thing and then we wake up and we like nah, we're just gonna go get some some breakfast from iHop or something. They don't have an iHop there, strike number one. Um, <laughs> we went to a Denny's and I think this girl went out of her way to get my order wrong or something. Oh, Silver City. Silver City, yeah. What did I
1: say? Silverly? No, you no, said, I Silver, think you City. said oh, Silver City.
0: Okay. Yeah, she yeah, I wanted waffles. She gave me French toast, like two completely different breads. <laughs> Not even pancakes.
1: <laughs> you know what I want? I want a Waffle House. Pure.
2: I know, me too. Yeah. I didn't take advantage of it when I lived in Mansfield, and like, every time I see people post about it, I'm like...
0: I've never been there. I think once, but that was like 10, 12 years ago. But yeah, well, So, Chinati
2: Foundation, <laughs> Marfa, Chalk the Block, and, and Southwest, Southwest Print, Print Vista, Fiesta wrong. all October
1: 11th through the 13th? Mm-hmm. So what a fun-filled weekend that you guys can plan out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can do one every day, maybe? Yeah. That,
2: that's a little intense.
1: I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> could... Like, definitely you could do Marfa in a day, and then uh, a chocolate, chocolate block weeks. in a day, but how far is Silver City? Oh, know. like, that's like Five? four hours, yeah. actually. Maybe if you left, like, really if early If you left on, like Thursday.
2: Yeah, that's true. You spent Friday and then came back Friday evening. Maybe, but I feel like I chocolate block, the
0: it. day to go, is Friday night.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, they do whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, Saturday
1: night. Never mind. I'll try. Uh, no, I think it is. Because it doesn't it start Friday night and then yeah. it goes all day Saturday and then Sunday. Yeah. Well. Whatever you guys decide. But you can do all. Yeah. I won't. But <laughs> I am going to Marfa.
0: <laughs> I'm excited.
1: That's it. Bye. Okay. So, um,. You said our topic was art influences, Mm -hmm. Um, and then who is asking us these questions?
2: It doesn't matter. I set up the format, but I think I didn't know whose turn it was. I thought it was my turn, but then you were putting in some of the pre-topics, and then you were putting in some of the pre-topics, so I didn't know. I thought it was my turn, but I hadn't filled in any pre-topics.
1: It wasn't my turn, huh? I don't think so. I don't know. I just know it wasn't my turn, because I did the...
0: well, we all work awesome. together to get this. Yeah, done. I'll read it out loud if you want, or or.
1: Yeah, you could just read the like the questions out loud.
0: Mhm. All right. So for the main topic, we'll be doing it, it on art influences and our inspirations. So I'd like to start it off with um, asking you guys: Was there a moment when you realized you wanted to be an artiste? And if yes, when was that moment? Take it
2: away. Well, okay, so I, I think when I was trying to do like some research for this topic, Mm -hmm. um, about like what influences other artists and just to see kind of like what other people were thinking, because we were talking about this earlier, how like we were trying to think as like far back as our childhood, what were we inspired by then and like what's changed because that's going to be another question Mm -hmm. and I came across an article on art news and it was like a interview with various contemporary artists about what influenced and inspired them and mainly like what inspired them to become artists and a lot of them were quoted as saying like oh you know my uncle took me to this art museum uh or I went with a family member and it sparked this moment and like but a lot of like where they're at, like a lot of those contemporary artists were like in major cities where there are major museums available to them or they come from like middle or to like middle to upper middle class or upper class families. So they have the accessibility and the means to do that. And I mean I I had a lot of wonderful like memories as a child, but I definitely don't remember like my first time going to an art museum. I don't remember like I mean, probably, like, going to the library and looking through children's books. But definitely, um, for me, there were, like, three things that I could think of. One of them was, like I said, going to my local library. Like, my mom would always take me and my little sister. And we would just, like... You know how, like, a lot of libraries in the kids' section, they'll have, like, a big tree that you can, like, go into. Or, like, it's kind of... It's colorful and... Crafty and I don't know, like libraries are always really inviting to me, and just like all of that made it seem kind of like that show out of the box. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Out of the the box thing. Where it was like, um, no, like they literally had like boxes. They looked looked like cardboard boxes, but then when when they went inside the boxes, it was like um, like this colorful like clubhouse thing. And it was all about, like, their imagination, and then at the end, the kids would, like, come out of the cardboard boxes that was, like, in the backyard, and they'd have, like, all these, like, wonderful memories. Well, anyways, that's what, like, the library kids section was like for me. So I think, like, having all that, like, imagination and creativity running. And then my dad, he would always take us to... I don't know if they still do this, like Lowe's and Home Depot's, where they do, like, Saturday mornings. They do. Where they do crafts, like, for parents and their kids and stuff. But he would go, and, like, I had a little Lowe's apron. That's really And, like, I remember the projects were, like, really simple. And maybe, like, the one I was most proud of was, like, a box. And I think we used wood glue, and, like, the parents, like, put a couple staples, and then we got to paint them. And I was, like, so proud of that box. (laughs) (laughs) And, like... And then the other one was, like, when I was in kindergarten. So this is, like, all around the same age that so this is, like, happening. I guess, like, from kindergarten to, like, first or second grade is when I was going to the library most often and being in the kids' section and, like, doing the Sloves activities. Um, but we had done a little, like, paper shape cutting out project. Mm-hmm. But it was based off, like, Matisse and, like, his artwork. And I remember, like, when I put it all together... And I wasn't even, like, aware of it then. But I was, like, compositionally, this works. (laughs) You know? Like, as a little kindergarten, I'm, like, this is it, you know? And I remember taking it back to my mom and, like, her being, like, so proud. And I think because they always saw that I took an interest in creative things, that they were, like, yes, you're amazing, excellent, perfect, Mm -hmm. never been done before. (laughs) So, like, for me, I was, like, I guess this is my calling, you know? (laughs) Like, as a little kid, like... But I even think I have an old, like, book that my first grade class did together where we had to, like, write what we wanted to be, and then we had to draw a picture of it, and I think I put a doctor, and I wanted to drive, like, a convertible, (laughs) (laughs) but, like, my drawing was pretty good compared to, like, every other drawing. Yeah. And, like, my handwriting even was better than a lot of the other handwriting. So, I think even then, I was just destined for this.
1: I don't... Like, honestly, I didn't know. Like, I don't... Like, well, I, I mean, I didn't even know that I wanted to do art until, like, after high school. So, that was, like, mm-hmm. a really long period. And we never had... I didn't take art in middle school, and I didn't take art in high school either, because it wasn't, like, available to us. So... Uh, for me, when I was little, I think it was children's books as well, because I, like, same with you, like, I didn't go to, like, the museum. Or maybe I did, but, like, I don't really remember. And, like, one of the... Like, I can remember the images, but I can't remember the books, which is, like, that's great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But one of the books, it was, like, A Bad Case of Stripes. And it's, like, the girl who, like, doesn't want to eat the lima beans. Do you guys know that one? No, No, that is such a... It's, like, a really... I'll show you a picture. It's such a beautiful book. And um, another one... Or, like, all the I Spy books. Oh, I love those.
0: <laughs>
1: those are so good. And, like, I, I wouldn't even, like, look for the images that you're supposed to just find. I would and just look it. at everything. And, like, I was, like, Googling the guy. Um, like, I don't even remember his name. And, like, I was looking at his studio and stuff. And I'm like, this. This is what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I want for myself. Like, I really think that right now I want to do something, like, 3D. Or, I don't know. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um... Like, those kind of books, and then also really liked, like, cartoons, like, the Studio Ghibli oh, cartoons, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I could watch those, oh, I didn't, idea. I would watch, <laughs> I would watch, I would watch, like, Spirited Away, like, every day, yeah, and my cousins look- would be like, well, let's not watch this crap again, <laughs> and, um, I remember even a girl in, like, middle school would be like, you still watch cartoons, and I was like... <laughs> bitch (laughs) like you know i was like whatever yes i (laughs) do and also i would read a lot of um manga as well because like my sister's friends were into it i think and like i would just like steal her books and stuff but i think it was mostly because i like looking at the pictures Mm -hmm. and that's like what i liked the most but yeah but yeah (laughs) that's what i think my what as what started my like like for
0: yeah, for me, it wasn't, like, a, a moment that I decided to be an artist. It's really just, like, a progression of events. Because the, ever since forever, like, as far back as I can remember, every birthday, I would always get, like, a set of markers, Crayolas. Um, whenever my mom would offer to buy me something, like toys, I'd always ask for, like, color pencils or, like, like the, the good crayons that, that twist up so I can u- reuse them. Oh, I, I've seen the...
1: The cover? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, And I've always been like that. If so a family member ever got me a, a present, it was always something to do with art. And, the, um, yeah,
1: the Twista crayons went hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's they, like oh, all- <laughs> never heard no? They're called Twista or something. Yeah, I think
1: so.
0: Yeah. They are my favorite, and I would always su- take super care of them and use them right away. Like, I would rush to my room to, like, start coloring whenever I got them. And it's always been like that. Like, I've always known that, or I've always done, like, something artistic. Even in my classes, like, I remember if we were assigned, like, some drawing project, I'd have people ask me if I could draw the things for them. Of course, I would always say no, because, like... Even
1: at a young age, age. I
0: know. (laughs) Even at that young age, I knew who I was. Um, But, I don't know, it's just... The only time that I can think about that I've actively chosen this path was when I changed my major in my second year of, at UTEP.
1: I remember. Yeah, I was
0: I was talking about it a lot. I wasn't so sure. I was like, I did not even...
1: I think I remember because we were like, just do it. We were yeah. like, just do it.
0: Yeah, I was an art ed major for the first year. I hadn't even taken any art ed classes. It was just like the basic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But... Um, that was my first year, and then it came to my second year, and I had taken the last drawing I was supposed to take and, and then move on from there, but I couldn't see myself not taking any more drawing courses, mm-hmm. so I was like, it's going to be drawing or nothing, so I changed my major, and that's when I decided to, to pursue this career, but it, it, it had been chosen for me yeah. a long time ago.
1: Also, I have this drawing yeah, so that I did in cool. <laughs> Alexandra's class, and I'm like, it's <laughs> so... Uh, I hate... That was, like, the first drawing I did in, like, Alexandra's class, no. and I was like, no. I don't even
0: remember what... I drew a bunch of dumb shit.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. That. <laughs>
0: All <really> right. <laughs> Next question. Throughout the years, um, where has your guys' inspiration come from, and how has it changed? Should I go
2: first? Sure. Okay. Well, I think when I was younger, like when I when I first, I don't even know, (laughs) because when I was little, like maybe um, elementary school, I was just kind of doodling flowers and people and it wasn't like anything that I was looking at. Like I was just kind of working from imagination and I just enjoyed it. And I always had really supportive parents who were like, that's incredible. Here, like, on Christmas, I would get, like, that easel kit that has, like, everything inside of it where it's, like, the cheap watercolors, the cheap crayons, but it's, like, the basics of everything. So you try, and so there was a lot of that. And then when I was around, like, um, intermediate and middle school... Um, I was really also into like manga and animes and like when I was younger I grew up watching Sailor Moon with my sisters all the time and the same thing those Studio Ghibli films and so like when I started getting interested in mangas I just wanted to draw exactly like what I saw and so um, I guess I was inspired by the books and but I, mi- I mainly wanted to get like the drawing techniques down and so I think a lot of that period was like just learning techniques learning The body because eventually it was like okay like I have an anime body down-ish like if I look back at the books they're bad but they're not like terrible and then that evolved to like oh can I draw a human hand can I draw a realistic eye like those things that you kind of start off with Mm. that you're like oh that's cool I did that you know and um when I started taking art classes in high school I think even then, I was always thinking about my family, my relationships, my history, my culture, um, identity, and I remember, like, one of the projects that I had to do, oh, also, like, self-image, and, like, oh, so yeah. I guess that does have to do with identity, and, like, how I perceive myself, and how others perceived me, um, but I had done, like, a project where I had to, like, create a drawing on, like, a deck of cards, and, like, I mean, you wouldn't see that it was a deck card, but just so that you would fill out the whole thing. And I did kind of, like, um, scenes of, like, my family kitchen, scenes of my abuelita's home, scenes of, like, a quince that I never had, scenes of, like, you know, just, like, all these things that had to do with, like, growing up and um, my experiences. And when I got to university, I think when I started, I just wanted to do tattoos. So I was really interested in artwork that is like popular tattoo art art that's like um maybe it takes time to do but it's not so like conceptually driven like I just wanted to make art that was consumable for a lot of people no no you're good um and then like maybe after the first or second year when I started getting those advanced classes and Terry would talk to me I started to think more conceptually about my pieces, what it was I wanted to do, why I was doing the work. Um, it, it went back to that, like, being about family, being about your relationships with other people. Um, I was actually listening to the Chernobyl series podcast. If y'all haven't watched the Chernobyl series, the, it's an HBO miniseries with Sky, I believe. It's on HBO. It's super, super amazing. It's, like, five episodes. Each episode's, like, roughly an hour, maybe an hour and a half. They're so good. They're, it's an, an incredible series. And they have an incredible podcast that goes along with it with um, Peter Sagal, which I believe is from NPR, and he does, like, a couple other shows. Mm-hmm. And then the show's creator, Craig's... I don't know. I don't remember his last name. I mm-hmm. um, It's five podcast episodes to go with the HBO miniseries. And I've listened to the podcast like three or four times because it's just so interesting. But I recently saw that they released an episode on August 15th and it was, it just was titled like bonus episode or something like that. So I started listening to it today. And it's really interesting. Actually, they started off with a little bit of like um, news that happened in Russia that it was kind of like. They just released this HBO miniseries about this event that happened, um, 33 years ago and something similar kind of just happened. And you should listen to the podcast to know what's going on because when I heard it, I was shocked and I was shocked more so that I hadn't heard anything about it here in America, um, uh, because it's kind of a big deal what just happened in Russia, um, but that's like the point. What I'm getting to at is that, <laughs> I'm, I'm not done with the episode, but... At one point, the show creator, Craig, he was talking about, um, I guess, like, coming up with the characters. And, like, um, they were also interviewing the guy that plays the main character. And they were asking him, like, how do you get into your characters? What are you thinking about? And both of them kind of had this response where it was like, you don't create a character. And that's all there is. Like, you're thinking about your character in relation to everyone around them. And what that response is going to be like, what that relationship is going to be like. And when I heard it, I was like, yes, like I love that because that's what I'm most interested in is like our relationships with people, Mm -hmm. what kind of factors determine how we behave towards each other and like what's ingrained in us, what's like, um, you know, allowed to change, what we have power over, what we don't have power over. So I really, really enjoy those dynamics in my work. And I think that's what I'm really inspired by most is like people and our interactions and our relationships with one another.
1: That's
2: a lot. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, so I feel like I always talk so much. No, I just, like, look, it's fine. I can like, <laughs> get this to the 45 minutes. I'm <laughs> so I have like, a 50 terrible, mark. <laughs> I like run on sentences when I'm writing. I run on sentences when I'm talking. I'm just terrible. Can you even I'm have just run
0: on sentence when you're speaking? Yes, yeah, I've done it in
2: like almost every single podcast episode we filmed. Like I'll hear it and I'm like, oh my god, shut up and let someone else start <laughs> speaking. It's terrible. I'm so sorry. I don't mind.
1: I like it when you talk. Yeah, I
0: like listening to you. So, what's the
1: word? I <laughs> expressive. Yeah. Animated. <Yeah. laughs> Animated. Anime. Uh, yeah. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, let's see. What was the question? Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, so your <laughs> Oh, how has it? it changed? How has it changed? Uh-huh. Um. Okay. So, I think like. Now I look more at art than I did before, because yeah. I know like when you're younger, I don't think anybody really teaches you to look at art or they yeah. don't teach you how to look at art, and so when I started taking like the drawing classes, and I feel especially like they show you art, they show you like if you're going to do a project, sometimes it's based off an artist um so like I think that's when I started really looking at art um Where that my professors were showing me about about artists who are contemporary and also artists, like, from the past because you learn about art history as well. Mm
0: -hmm. And so,
1: um, (laughs) like, now I just, like, I follow a lot of artists on Instagram and Twitter, especially I follow a lot of illustrators on Twitter as well. And I think that's where I get, like, a lot of my ideas. Or sometimes I don't, like, even if their art doesn't look anything like mine – like sometimes I really like the colors or like the imagery or just like the concept like it doesn't have to be something oh like I like this because it looks like my work or I like this because I'm dealing with similar concepts but I try to really have like an open mind for different types of artwork Mm -hmm. so I think that's how it's changed.
2: Yeah, Damn I talk forever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: Uh, quick and to the point.
2: But you paint a good picture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, for me, I guess inspiration from that came when I was younger. It, it, I don't know. It was more prompt based when I was younger, like assignments and stuff. But now that I'm more conscious, 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 conscious? yeah, conscious. Okay, of my youth and how I grew up and kind of. When I was young, I was always aware of, of things that impacted me. Like, where, earlier we are talking about the Ten Commandments, the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> I, I watched this movie. Yes. Yeah. I, this is like a three-hour movie about <laughs> Moses and... The, the, the time Prince of Egypt. <laughs> that's another another movie that really impacted me but since I grew up religious like there is just these moments that I agree like this movie <laughs> this movie was I mean it's phenomenal it's such a grand movie I was talking to Terry about it the other day and she's like yeah it was like a huge movie it was like a big wasn't deal wasn't it like
1: a really big deal yeah, for the a, time yeah, yeah it was a
0: really big deal because I remember the sets like I just remember it being a big deal and me being a little girl watching it like I knew even then it was a big deal and that like, like I've always noticed those things throughout my life, and I carried them over, and I guess in a way they do and they did inspire me then because I, they're they were momentous enough for me to remember to now where I use them for to mm-hmm. to create my own artwork where I recently made a piece about the Ten Commandments and even like the mm. lightning strike. Do you remember? Yeah. I was like going on and on about that lightning strike.
1: <laughs> when yeah. yeah, when he writes on the on the stones, thou shall not. Uh, <laughs> I do not even know. I just. Can't. I love that critique too. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> going
0: about the <laughs> And Terry was just like, <laughs> I agree She really liked that movie too, but um,
1: because it was good. Yeah, yeah it's a
0: good movie. Even um, the lady who played uh, what's it, what's
1: yeah. mm-hmm I know who she's like really pretty. (laughs)
0: Moose. Moose. I love that movie. That's how I say my brother's name, too.
1: Oh, is that his
0: name? Yeah, well, well, like these, it's like where I draw inspiration from today is from the overlooked or the easily dismissed. Even though this movie was a very big deal for its time, today people might not even know about that movie or it, it might just. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I watched that movie a long time ago, whatever. But it's, like... It's momentous enough for me. And um, I carry those things with me. Like, I even, like, the the quilting of my, my bed. Mm-hmm. Because for the longest time, I, I've had bunk beds and I shared with my sisters. And I remember always tracing the quilting with my fingers. And I would spend a lot of time like that. I can draw you the, be- the, the belt, the bed as it was. I can... I don't know i i can do a lot mm-hmm. of weird stuff like we, we we used to steal wind chimes and 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 bury them in the
1: backyard um, With the f- yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we were we were little bad kids um, <laughs> um but okay like one thing i was gonna say was like especially now that we're older i think we all um get ideas from our self-reflection in our past personally
0: uh-huh. yeah. because i think like all three of us Yeah, do all three
1: that. of us do that. Because, like, when you were saying about the religious things, like, I've definitely in- thought about that as fo- Not really, like, the religious parts, but the parts where it, like, affects you in, like, the things that you do. Like, mm-hmm. if you're religious, like, you don't do this, or if you don't, yeah. you don't do that. The and roles. so, like, those kind of things I've definitely incorporated in my work. The
0: sacred acts. Yeah. hmm whole pilgrimage of Monte Cristo. Yeah, so, yeah, it's changed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it definitely has changed. changed.
0: Yeah, and um, another question that we have here is, what can be a form of inspiration and where can people look if they feel there is nothing inspiring around them?
1: Oh, me? (laughs) Well, okay, so, I, I mean, I think we have all, I feel like I always say, I think we all but I think we all uh, have definitely experienced art block and we had an episode about art block as well um, so you can go and listen to that as well but um Recently, I was, like, thinking, I was, like, well, how do I get out of a rut? Like, I don't really know, like, what I would say to somebody. Like, if somebody asked me for advice, like, how do you get out of a rut? Like, what would I say to them? Because sometimes I feel like I still struggle with that. Mm -hmm. But I think looking at books, like, even if they're not, um, like, books based on art or just, like, reading books is a great outlet. Because, um, like, whatever you're reading is... It's like you're reading what somebody else is thinking. So it's not really you having to do the thinking anymore. Like, you know, it's kind of like an outlet for that. And I think that also helps you open up your mind or understand like different concepts that maybe you wouldn't have understood before. So I think reading is like a really good thing as well. Because sometimes like you can look at art and it'll discourage you. So if you don't want to do something art based, I would read something.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll go on and say that. Uh, oh, another place to find inspiration is movies. Marissa and I are always talking about <laughs> movies that we've watched. We went, didn't we? Have like this whole like you. Maria and Marissa and I we had like this whole hour looking for movies
1: that we watched like Anastasia yeah. <laughs> um yeah I think toaster. we like talked about like creepy creepy old thing, Cre- creepy, creepy old, old films yeah, yeah like
0: And they have an impact
1: and <laughs> cause you remember yeah I remember yeah
0: they're, they're scary
1: sometimes like the little toaster with the clown <laughs> with <laughs> the, the clown with yeah. the jam he doesn't finish doing the jam or something doesn't he not finish like putting the jam on oh, his toes he,
2: or oh. I've never seen that movie all the way through. I've just seen clips, so it's beyond me.
0: It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. At the
2: end, it's and like I a B-movie. <laughs> 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 I thought you meant like the B-movie,
1: not like a B-rating movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, the B-movie. I was like, okay, okay, okay. No, yeah. but
0: like movies or documentaries are, are of interest to you. So for example, like... I don't know I like watching a lot of weather documentaries but because I like seeing <laughs> the, the tornadoes, the tornadoes <laughs> yes that's me but I like seeing the, the graphs and the the graphics that they have that show the movement so I can mm-hmm. understand what's going on and I like using that within my own artwork maybe not within like a map exactly but kind of directing the viewer's eye throughout my piece so that they can understand what's going on or get questions from that and that comes like from like the randomest place of tornado documentary <laughs> And, um, I don't even know what else did I write. Uh, yeah. Just movies, actually. And books, but mary Marty said books.
2: Um, I guess... What, if I'm looking at the question, like, what can be a form of inspiration for people? Like, literally anything can be a form of inspiration you could look at history you could look at pop culture nature people landscapes and architecture dancing music there are literally so 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 many things that you can be inspired by um when I feel uninspired I usually just go thrifting for old books I think like Mm. books is like a a big one for most of us and for me, I, um, I used to like reading a lot when I was younger, and it just was like a habit that I grew out of, which is unfortunate. I think I'm trying to get back into it by because I love listening and hearing stories, and that's why I'm really into podcasts, and so I love like Spotify and listening stuff on there, but um, I love like old pictures in books. Like I'm really inspired by the way photos were taken, the way that they organize images with text. Um, so maybe it's even like uh, the pairing of two different mediums next to each other. Oh, like because like just like
1: composition-wise? Yeah, like
2: compositionally yeah. because I, am, I do like to do some collage stuff with text and with imagery and with different materials. So I think when I look at books, um, it's sometimes the pairing and I don't really care about what material is inside of it as much as I care about the way that it's all organized on the page. And I think also, like, if you go through old catalogs of, like, toolkits or, like, car parts or um, a big one that I really like is, like, animal training handbooks. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of, like, gestures Mm -hmm. and movements and funny expressions that I think are so interesting and funny and comical but that you can play a lot with. And um, what's the word when you're appropriating? Appropriating, like, the imagery that you find in it. So I think for me, that's when I'm in a rut at least, or I'm just bored and I need to like look at something new, looking at stuff like that is really helpful for me. And I think also like just looking at colored palettes, because sometimes when you're working on a project, you might be working in one medium. And so you're just kind of like frustrated with what you're working at. Like it might just be like charcoal on paper, because so you're just using like solid blacks or maybe some gradients. Or, like, me, I was using a lot of, like, beige and cream tones with, like, maybe one pop of color. Or I went through, like, a blue period where I was only wanting to work in blue. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes looking at other color palettes is really helpful. And um, looking at other artists' works and, like, picking and choosing, like, the colors that you like from their pieces and seeing why the colors, why what it is you're responding to about them um, can also be really inspiring.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what
1: are some of your art influences? I wrote a list because I didn't... Okay. <laughs> I didn't
2: write a list and I didn't fill in this part. But I think, like, off the top of my head...
1: Um, <laughs> never mind. No, I mean, that's why the book is you here. Uh, okay, so I was, like, when I was thinking about this topic, I, I feel like it was, like, I was having a hard time finding who really inspires me like I was telling Mm -hmm. the girls earlier like I follow a lot of artists but I couldn't really find somebody that I love like you know this is really something that I could look at all the time so I went through some books of mine and then I also found some artists as well and so um some of the ones that I found (laughs) or just to name a few I think I have like nine um Yuji Agematsu I think I shared the book with you like he finds trash yeah Yeah, yeah. and he creates like he takes photos but they're such beautiful compositions and he uses like a lot of tiny things like um like used lollipops just like trash yeah and then like hair and so sometimes like the hair looks like drawing to me so i think he and i actually picked that book out in marfa (laughs) and it was sealed So I couldn't look at it. So I just, like, picked it out. And I was like, well, hopefully I like this. And I actually, like, love it. So, like, that was just, like, a lucky find for me. Um, Aiden Koch, I think. I think I've showed you some of her drawings. I really like her. Uh, Yoshitomo Nada. He's, like, a really big name. So I really like him. Um, John Yu Yi. John John Yu Yi, I think. Um, She uses, like, a lot of photos and um, like she's really big on Instagram because that's kind of like what her platform is about like about social media and stuff so like let me show you all the I forgot mm-hmm. I took oh. The- oh it's just a screenshot oh yeah that's I don't know I don't know if she's Japanese or if she's Chinese but I, I have to look it up
0: <laughs> the brain with the
1: phone <laughs> but she's really like I feel like she kind of tested, tests like the power of, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it is fresh and new to me. Like, and then also uh, Nadine Cluvie, Pierre, I believe, she's a painter and she also does like kind of like a lot of angels and like religious things, but they're very bright and they're very colorful. And I could tell. That she uses, like, a lot of Bible text because I used to study the Bible, so I know a lot of the text, but this is, like, her paintings. Oh, wow. And I really, I really love her. It's just very nice. (laughs) A Little Thunder, which Marissa showed me. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's really cute. (laughs) And...
2: And I, I can look at her stuff all the
1: time. I know
2: sometimes like when I see her post something, if I click on her Instagram page, I I can go through little thunder? her whole yeah, feed. Yeah, she's like insane. Yeah. Sometimes I don't understand like the layering that she does in her watercolors. I'm like I don't I don't fucking get it. <laughs> I, I just don't like that all
1: goes over my head. Yeah. It's crazy. I wish I wish I could make Yeah, I wish I had the patience. Yeah. I know. Like maybe one day. Um <laughs> James Jean, he's really popular also. Um this is just like a screenshot as well. But he he works a lot. Like he's always doing like murals. He's always like doing prints. Um it's just He's always has like sculptures being like fabric. He's just like working a lot, and so I think I really appreciate that about him. And then, was it
0: cloudy thunder, or what was it? Oh, little you? thunder, little thunder. Oh, cloudy thunder.
1: <laughs> and then Julie um, Major, which is I shouted out on our our cool things that we liked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like her. And then also, um, this girl, her name is Ranham. <laughs> or her Twitter name, yeah. And it's also, like, very, like, colorful mm. and just, like, super mm. blended, everything. It looks kind of, like, airbrush, but I don't think it is. <laughs> so, very, very nice.
0: Some inspirations of mine off the top of my... I can think of this one time where I was just completely moved by what this woman had done. She was, um, she came for an artist talk because she was one of the jurors for the student show at the Rubin Center. Her name's Heidi Schweigler. Do you guys remember her? Yeah. She's very petite, short hair. I was, like, thrown, or blown away by one of her pieces. It was a, a pillow cast in cement and it was called Separation Anxiety and it kind of just, like, Mm -hmm. Blew me
1: away. I was. And then she also did like the glass shoes. The glass shoes.
0: She did this one cake. Because she hates birthday parties. So she did this cake in all gray. And in the same tone of gray. she With frosting piping. She wrote help me. at the top of the (laughs) cake. I thought it's just so funny.
1: And then the balloons. Uh Like popping the balloon thing. Yeah, Yeah I don't
0: think she showed us the video for that. But she was like explaining it so well. That I could like vividly picture it. Yeah, it was, like, a party gone wrong, wrong. but that actually, she wanted to stage a party going wrong, but that actually went wrong. Yeah,
1: it did actually go wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) someone, yeah, it was just a mess. So, Heidi Schweigler, and then from there, I went on to Wengechi, no, not Wengechi Mutu is, uh, Sen. I really like her large drawings that she did, and then she also did this, um, this really nasty long piece of, like, dental down and Mm. it's like 70 feet long she put like teeth in it it was it's disgusting i love it um so that's me to and then i'm thinking i had a ray johnson face not too long ago and also a robert Rauschenberg face Mm. i mean i mean i know there's so many good
1: people oh also like william kentridge like Yeah, yeah william
0: kentridge is great i think i really like his form of storytelling and yeah. I mean remember when we had to study him for that exam
1: <laughs> that fucking I was exam just <laughs> the what? magic flute yeah, yeah
0: Sarastino I really like the, the character of Serestino. but um
2: all that shit went over my head, sometimes like the way that people write about art, I'm like this is not for the common folk and it's like, sometimes I get annoyed because I'm like this is very elitist like um
0: it's not Communicate. Inclusive. yeah yeah yeah,
2: I'm like I'm not like this is not for me. Did you just read it? Did you
0: watch the video? No, I read. I tra- Miriam and
2: I studied really hard for that test.
0: I had to I find the video, and then Sammy was in
2: the opera, The Magic Flute, like uh-huh. at the with the oh, El Paso Opera. Yeah. So like I was trying to tell her what I understood, and she was like also relaying stuff back to me, and I was like, I don't, I just, I still don't understand. And it all it. went back to yeah. the cave. And I think he's ta- like, I think his work. Ethic is what I really liked, but I didn't really respond to the work itself necessarily.
0: Yeah, I like his work ethic. It's phenomenal in how much he gets done on yeah, uh, yeah. large and grandiose scale. I think
1: because um, I had seen his work before that, like, and his video, like the time lapse video things, and I think those I like. Re- I respond to the work itself. Then him his explanation of the work, yeah, like because I think if you see the work itself and you watch like the video,
2: yeah,
1: and how it is, like it's really beautiful, but but him explaining it, I was like, okay, please shut <laughs> up, yeah. but but yeah, I do really really like him a lot. Yeah,
0: so him and then also I really liked Elena Almeida. She recently died. I think it was this year, maybe last year. Um, Elena Almeida, she did these photographs. With her feet, so. and, put, uh, oh, oh, yeah. and she put, uh... Oh, Jenny Yeah. I love Jenny Sibyl. And she would put mirrors on her feet and take photographs of that. I don't know if you guys remember her, but Elena Almeida is great. I think so. And then there's also... Richard Sarah. Also, Martha Rosler, the, the semiotics of a kitchen. That one's great. Oh, mm-hmm. oh Yinka
1: Shinabari. Who we were talking about, because mm-hmm. he's like the British, black and British. Yeah,
0: yeah. And a uh, big, big like influence would be Tasha mm-hmm. Dean like I love her through and through there's not a single work of hers that I don't like like even the way she speaks about her work I've watched every little tiny documentary there is of her on YouTube I love her shit it's, it's phenomenal mm-hmm. I think I think there's more but those are the ones I can think of right now yeah mm-hmm.
1: hmm. my peers you like, like that? yeah <laughs> Oh, Eva Hess?
2: No, I really love Eva Hess. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm not, like... (laughs) For having gone to school for five years and, like, taken four-plus art history courses, like, I'm not so well-versed and, like, memorized of all the artists and, like, their work. So sometimes I feel really like, okay, I'm, like, a ditz and I don't know who anybody is... But I know for sure like Jillian Waring is one that I really, really love and Eva Hess. But Eva Hess more for like her.
1: Yeah, I think. Like, I love less her. the work
2: and more her. And then well, Jillian Waring, like I love the work she does, like with the whole masks and just like her whole I don't know, like I really there's a book of hers I really want on Amazon. But I
1: more mean for, like, I like the Neva house, house. Oh yeah. I mean there's
2: like there's a lot of people that I see on like Instagram that I'm really inspired by, like Yadneva yeah, oh, Husking. She's one of them because I think she's super like an incredible draftsman, draftswoman, mm. <laughs> and drafts person. Um, oh, Caleb! I think his last name is oh, Hands. Yeah. He works in Colorado, um, and he showed up Marfa. Whenever you guys saw Solange, yeah. he was also oh, there the showing his one? work. Mm. And I was like, I miss like all the good stuff all the time because of Target. Just so shitty. I should have spent more time like at
1: school and like studying. Oh, but... Tracy oh, Evan. Oh, she's like that.
2: That
0: piece is still
1: in, in my, my heart. soul. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but Caleb Hayne, I really enjoy, and like the evolution of his work has been really cool too because oh, it's yeah. changed so much in the period that i started following him. And then, of course, like, I feel like there's a lot of tattoo artists that I'm really inspired by, but all for different reasons, like, whether it's, like, traditional or they're doing new things or... I don't know. And I feel like I'm really inspired by movies and especially, like, old horror films or cult-type films, but mostly also because of the relationships and the narratives that happen in film. I see so many things all the time that I really enjoy,
1: but, like, I, I don't know. You can't, like, pinpoint Yeah, it. I yeah. can't pinpoint, like... What's that one guy who did Isle of Dogs? <laughs> oh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, I like those.
2: Yeah. Those are cute. I also really like what listening color? to like um, old Mexican music. Oh, yeah. And I feel really <laughs> inspired by that. Boneros. Yeah. And also dancers. Like, I'm really, really inspired by okay. dancing. Like, I think there's so much power and movement and energy that's in it. And, like, I wish I could translate that into art. Mostly, I wish I could dance, <laughs> but I don't know. There's just so many things that inspire me and I think influence my work, but in ways that I'm not very conscious of, so I
1: can't comment on. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you guys feel your work influences others, and do you want it to?
1: When I was thinking about when I was thinking about this, um, I don't think my work does. I just think that maybe my work effort does, <laughs> like, when people see me work.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: I've had my friends, like, message me, and they're like, oh, keep going and, like, motivate me to work. Yeah. Because, like, I'll work, like, like, during the summer or, like, during the break. A lot of the times I was working during breaks, like, when I was still in school. Um, just because I, I don't know, I guess I had a lot of work to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I think that's how, like, people... If if I am like inspiring or whatever, that's how it would be because of like the, my work effort.
2: Um, I don't think my work influences others. Like I don't.
0: You know what, Marissa, I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> I know. Um, you started doing books, and I remember this whole. Um. I think it's still going a whole <laughs> wave. Um,
2: of yeah,
0: book making. But I think like I I
2: probably saw an artist make a book or I was like interested you. in catalogs, so then I started doing
1: books and then
0: That's how yeah. happens. There's no such thing as original
1: textures. No yet. Yeah. So, oh I also think somebody told me that too, that like when I started working off the wall that a lot of people started doing that too. Like and yeah. not on paper. Yeah. I was like, That's nice though.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I feel like other than... Like, I feel like the work, the... The book. The drawings themselves are, like, what is represented in the books and the pages and stuff. Like, I don't think it necessarily... I think people respond to it. I think people enjoy it. And I think people can relate to it. But I don't think it, like, influences them. And I don't know if I need my work to influence anybody. Because I'm not trying to tell them a story on how to do something. I'm just trying to reinterpret my my like upbringing and like where right. I'm at now like so I don't know I don't think it's a bad thing if your work influences other people
1: No, I don't at all
2: but I don't I don't know like if I feel like I'm not allowed to say that that it does
1: I think it does I think your work does <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: what about you Sarah? I don't know I really don't know cause when I work I'm kind of like in a box so I must like really... stop you
2: there all right. <laughs>
0: don't pay attention
2: much bleep name started doing black and white videos oh bleep na- <laughs> oh, <laughs> it okay, like, yeah. of- <laughs> it's the same thing like I think when you're working in a in a studio format like with other people you're seeing each other's work so there's definitely like influence and inspiration that comes from your peers and each other mm-hmm. mm. do I
0: want it to be influential
1: eh. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, the word influential, yeah. like, what is inspiring, that even? Inspiring, maybe.
0: Yeah. Like, I would want someone, some young... Like, my sisters, I want them to see that and be, able, and for them to see that I got through it and that they are able to as well. Like, that kind of inspiring. Or, like, to see someone who it was in my same position the first few years of college and see my work and be like, oh, I can... That makes me think about... Um, like little old me my first ever time my first time ever going to terry's office to get advice i went into the glass gallery by chance before getting there because i I was there early and i was like wow i like my eyes wide open like wow like a little little kid this is so amazing i hope one day i can do something like this Mm -hmm. and i remember telling terry about we were talking about it recently too, that I told her, like, I hope one day I'm able to to do work like that. Like, that is phenomenal. And I remember her telling me, well, that's that's advanced artwork. I mean, if you stay in the program, you will be. And then come back four or five years later, um, I went to her to get some advising for my, this last semester. And, and I mentioned it to her, like, hey, Terry, do you remember me being dumb and, like, wide-eyed little kid t- talking to you about... Like, being in, in the Glass Gallery, she's like, yeah. I was just thinking about that today, too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cute. Hopefully have a solo show there this
1: semester. If space. Ooh. ooh. Maybe, 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 maybe. It's okay, we'll just crash it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Put my stuff up while someone else is still
1: showing. Ooh, ooh. and I... Well, I think, like, um, if you guys want, you can, like, send me... The artists that we talked about today and then I can put a list and post them on our yeah, Instagram in case yeah. anybody wants to look it up and then we yeah okay that sounds good um
2: I do I, <laughs> I feel like that went by really fast yeah that did pass by. I felt like that was like 20-30 minutes I was like then we're then not
1: it's... gonna have enough footage <laughs> 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 but yeah no it's fine
2: <laughs> we're, we're good well Thank you guys for stopping by and checking out this episode. Uh, We hope to have you back on the next one, listening in, sharing your experiences with us, maybe tell us some of your influences and your inspiration. When did you realize that you wanted to be an artist? When did you first become interested in art at all? Who are you looking at? What are you interested in? Let us know so we can share it with everyone else too because I think it's so easy to fall into these ruts where you're seeing the same things all the time, where you're just like, I don't know, nothing's really calling out to you, and maybe we can share something new with you all, and you all can share something new with us. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to send us any sort of messages or DMs, you can do that on our Instagram, Sundays at Sarah's, or our Gmail, Sundays at Sarah's at gmail.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for joining again. Bye. Bye. Bye.